Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I... uh... I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to the Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to WBC Central. This is Sean Spradling. Let's talk about the classic. So we have a lot of news and uh, content to go over today. I thought we could do uh, all the news that was released and reported on between episode one that we did a couple days ago and today, uh, which surprisingly there was a lot of news. And then we'll go over the uh, new Fox betting odds for the WBC. Um, not necessarily like power rankings, but we'll see what the what the betting odds are for uh, for the WBC this year. And then we're going to do some Q&A. I put out a tweet asking for any questions that y'all had that you'd like to cover on the podcast and got a lot of responses, a lot of really great questions. So we'll see how many of these, how many of those that we can get through uh, on the podcast today. So, but first wanted to start with, check out this shirt, this custom WBC shirt, Shohei Otani. If you're watching on, uh, on YouTube, you can see it. World Baseball Classic. Woo! Uh, we're still waiting on a lot of the official merch to be released on like MLB's website and on, on new era's website. But, uh, my guy cactus cook on Twitter had the hookup. He makes custom t-shirts for the angels and made this Shohei Otani samurai Japan shirt. So Shohei Otani up here, team Japan down here with the, uh, with the world baseball classic logo. It's, it's fire. So, Definitely check him out on Twitter. His Twitter handle is at Curtis un- at, at Curtis Cook underscore. So uh, his name is Cactus Cook. So love love the uh, the custom shirts that he does. But yeah, let's get into the news for the WBC and like international baseball. So first, not necessarily WBC related. It's like adjacent to the WBC, but the Caribbean series just started today. So uh, there are eight different teams that compete this year. In the Caribbean series, the Winter League champions from Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Mexico, Cuba, Curacao, Panama, and Colombia. So a ton of fun. Definitely go check it out. It is being uh, held in Venezuela. There's two different uh, two different stadiums. One, one is in Caracas. I don't know where the other one is. I don't remember the city. But they're beautiful stadiums with a beautiful mountain and ocean view the two different stadiums so definitely go check it out 
Um, I put the the link to be able to watch it online if you'd like to on my Twitter. Otherwise, if you're subscribed to ESPN Plus, it'll be there as well. Um, but on to the actual WBC news. So we did confirm the a couple dates for the WBC. February 7th, official rosters for the World Baseball Classic are due. They are due for the teams to turn in. Every country must turn in a 30-man official roster for the World Baseball Classic. February 9th, two days later, a week from now on Thursday, is when the rosters are actually going to be announced publicly. And so we don't know exactly how it's going to be released, uh, how they're going to be announced, but that is when we'll probably find out a lot more about the teams. So February 7th, they're due. February 9th, they're released. A couple player updates on different uh, teams, different national teams for the WBC. Sal Frelick, the number two prospect, and I believe number 30 overall prospect in baseball, number two prospect for the Brewers, outfielder for, uh, yeah, for the Brewers. He is uh, committed to Italy. He's going to be playing for Italy. His, his grandparents, I believe, are Italian. So he's eligible for Italy. He will be playing for the Italian team, per JP Morosi on Twitter. So that's a huge, honestly, a huge commitment. He's a really high, high-end prospect. Um, so I'm really excited to see him join that team. That team is looking really solid with a lot of youth. Honestly, you got guys like Vinny Pasquantino and uh, Nicky Lopez from the Royals. Both of the Fletcher brothers, both Dominic and David Fletcher, Max Stassi behind the plate. And then one of the biggest names for sure on the team so far is Brandon Nimmo. Uh, he'll be uh, center fielder for Italy. So really solid looking team right now. I uh, still got a couple holes to fill. Um, I'll try to put the graphics up on the YouTube page uh, on uh, if you're watching on YouTube. Otherwise, you can go to my Twitter. I have in the pinned tweet, I have all of the different preliminary rosters um, in a thread there. So style product for Italy. For Team USA, we did confirm that Jason Adam is listed on the 50-man preliminary roster. So we don't know if he's going to make the final roster yet. Um, we won't know until February 9th, but he is on the preliminary roster. He could also be on that eight-man taxi squad uh, of pitchers who have the potential to uh, to sub into the tournament if he doesn't make the official 30-man. So those are two big names that we've uh, heard the last few days that are on preliminary rosters for the WBC Another big piece of news for uh, the classic is Czech baseball actually re released their documentary uh, about their, uh, their journey to the WBC. I mentioned it in my, the first episode. It's called uh, little country, big dreams. I believe it's on their YouTube channel. Definitely go check it out. It's super cool. This is one of the, honestly, the coolest uh, storylines in the world baseball classic because they've never qualified for the WBC and they, uh, all of their players are homegrown. Um, they all play in the domestic league. So it's going to be a ton of fun to see. I don't expect them to do too much or, or accomplish a ton in the World Baseball Classic because unfortunately they are in the same pool in Pool B with both Japan and Korea who are very strong uh, this go around. So yeah, maybe they could sneak out a win against like China or Australia depending on how those matchups look. But go check out that documentary. And then for some not so great WBC news. So in the last few days, we found some information about the Dominican Republic roster. There was some reports from a couple different 
sources on Twitter, and I believe it was officially announced by Nelson Cruz that there was a list of 18 players on the 50-man preliminary roster for the Dominican Republic. That list was of, of 18 players was submitted to the league with uh, all of those players had objections from their team to play in the World Baseball Classic. Now, a couple pieces of clear, a couple clarifying points. That doesn't mean that they're not going to play. We don't know who those players are. Most of those players on the 18, like the list of 18, I'm sure are injury related. So in that sense, it, it, it makes sense why the teams would be hesitant to allow them to play. The players do have an option to file an appeal if they'd like to play, unless they qualify for like the chronic injury list, which means that you spent like over 60 days of the previous uh, professional season on the IL, um, which a couple of these players they do qualify for. But because of that, the 18 players, uh, there was a lot of uh, like speculation about who could be on the list. And then in the next couple of days, yesterday, and then actually just some breaking news within minutes before I started recording, Hector Gomez tweeted this out. But we know three names that are not going to be playing for Dominican, Repu- Dominican Republic in the WBC, unfortunately. And they're all three starting pitchers, which is brutal for them because that was one of their strongest suits, um, the strongest parts of their team. So the three names that uh, have been announced that won't be playing for the Dominican Republic are Luis Castillo, pitcher, starting pitcher for the Mariners, Freddy Peralta, starting pitcher for the Brewers. And then just a couple minutes ago, it was just tweeted out, that Luis Severino also will not be playing. Now, that one was a little bit more expected because he was hurt for so long last year. I didn't, even though they were all three on the 50-man preliminary roster, I didn't expect Severino to play. Luis Castillo, I did expect to play. So that one's a pretty big bummer because he would have easily been one of the best pitchers on Team DR and in the entire tournament. Uh, Freddy Peralta is also kind of a big loss. Now, granted... DR still has a ridiculous pitching staff. They have, uh, for their three top starters, they still have Sandy Alcantara. They have uh, Framber Valdez and Christian Javier. So those top three are right up there with Japan for the best in the tournament. So they this doesn't necessarily drop them in like what my power rankings would be necessarily, but it does uh, mess with their depth a lot. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily trust them to... Uh, to be able to go as deep into games, um, but we'll see. Their bullpen is also still very solid. Brian Abreu, uh, Camilo Duvall, Sir Anthony Dominguez, um, they have a lot of in- incredible arms in the bullpen with those top three starters. So pitching depth is, is lacking a little bit now, um, and it's really unfortunate that all three of those guys will not be playing. Two of those guys were due to injury, both Freddie Peralta and Luis Severino. Uh, Luis Castillo uh, Jerry DePoto just came out and said like they made a mutual decision that he just wasn't going to play and focus on spring training. So uh, I'm not sure if that was like uh, if he, I mean, I'm sure he wanted to play. There's, there's not really any doubt that he wanted to play for the Dominican Republic, but it's just unfortunate that he's not going to be able to. So for whatever reason, but that kind of leads me into The next section I wanted to talk about, which is the uh, Fox betting odds that came out uh, a few days ago. So Fox released their updated betting odds for the World Baseball Classic. And uh, 
there was also some some betting odds at the very beginning of the year, uh, early January, I believe, or even late December. I don't remember uh, that came out, uh, and and they're pretty different. These most recent one from this week uh, versus the ones previously. Um, I'll try to show a list of each of them as well on YouTube uh, for you to see and compare them. But if I go down the list, actually, I'll start from 20. Let's start 20 and then go up to one in the Fox betting odds for the World Baseball Classic. So 20th, Great Britain, 19, China, 18, Israel, 17, Czech Republic, 16, Nicaragua, 15, Australia, 14, Panama, 13, Italy, 12, Taiwan, 11, Canada. So I'll stop there and then we'll do the top 10 right after this. So Great Britain, China, Israel, Czech Republic, Nicaragua, Australia, Panama, Italy, Taiwan, Canada. Um, I wouldn't say there are a ton of surprises there. All that is pretty much what I would assume would be the, the bottom 10 in the betting odds. Now, the difference here and something I, I'd like to clarify, I guess, uh, because when this was posted online on, on Twitter and um, and across socials, people were really confused, I guess, or, or got it mixed up with power rankings, which they're not power rankings. Um, power rankings is just top to bottom, the best teams to the worst teams. This is different because it takes into consideration more than just the team talent, but it also takes into consideration what pool the players, the, the teams are in. So, for example, uh, let's see. Uh, Great Britain at number 20. I do not at all think that they are the 20th best team in the Classic. I have them much higher than that, maybe like 15th, 14th, or maybe 15th, 14 to 16, I would say in the power rankings of the WBC. But the hard part is they are in pool C with the USA, um, with Canada, Mexico, and Colombia. So that's a very, very uh, difficult and, uh, and competitive pool. I don't see there really being much of an opportunity for them to make it out of the pool stage. Uh, even though they, they do have a, very, a bunch of solid players, um, not only British-born players, but British-Americans like Harry Ford and Matt Kaperniak. And then also they have uh, the Bahamian players and players from like the British Virgin Islands. So it's a really good mix of players. The Bahamian players are really, really good. Um, and I like the roster a lot. It'll be a lot like their qualifier roster. We don't know exactly what who, which players will make the final roster yet, but um, I do like the, the potential that Great Britain has going forward. But I guess it makes sense that they have really low odds in that pool. I still don't wouldn't have them at 20, but in pool C with the U.S. and Mexico and Colombia and Canada, that is, that's a gauntlet. That is very hard to, to make it out of the pool. Uh, you got like maybe Israel. I wouldn't have them as low either. They're 18th, but again, they're in what people, people on Twitter call the, the pool of death. They're in uh, pool D with Dominican Republic, Venezuela, uh, Puerto Rico and Nicaragua. So that's going to be insanely hard to even just scratch out a win, let alone make it out of the pool round. So makes sense, I guess, why they're so low. Um, let's do the top 10. So top 10, at 10, we have Colombia, nine, Netherlands, eight, South Korea, seven, Cuba, six, Mexico, 
So I'll do I'll do the ten to six for now, and then we'll we'll leave the top five uh, after this. So Colombia, Netherlands, Korea, Cuba, Mexico. Now Mexico is the one I definitely want to point out here because I have been really harping on this since I started covering the World Baseball Classic. I do not think that people realize how talented their team is and how many um, how much like MLB talent and experience that they have on the team. So if you look at their roster um, across the whole diamond, they're going to have a full MLB lineup. You got guys like uh, Alex Verdugo, Luis Gonzalez, both Urias brothers, Luis and Ramon, uh, Isaac Paredes, Joy Manessis, Alejandro Kirk and Randy Rosarena. So that's like the projected uh, starting lineup for Mexico and top to bottom. That is uh, there's a bunch of solid hitters in there. A couple gold glove winners, uh, Randy Rosarena, who a lot of people don't realize is on Team Mexico. He defected from Cuba um, when he came, uh, w- w- when he left Cuba to play baseball um, elsewhere. He uh, ended up in Mexico, became a Mexican citizen, and he himself said, "Like I want to re- represent Mexico because of how much it means to me to uh, to be a Mexican, to to be here, to be a Mexican citizen. I want to be able to represent this country." So. Um, he's going to be starting in the outfield for them. Uh, the rest of them are Mexican born, I believe, uh, with the exception of a few players on the bench and like Alex Verdugo, I believe is born in the U S uh, and for example, Marcelo Meyer born in California. His parents are Mexican from Mexico. Um, you got the, if you look at the, the pitching rotation, Julio Urias, Patrick Sandoval, Taiwan Walker and Jose Arquiti. That is an incredibly deep, uh, very solid pitching rotation for the WBC. Uh, in the classic, a lot of these teams aren't going to have um, the deepest rotations. A lot of these uh, national teams, but this is this is definitely one of the stronger ones in the in the tournament. Their uh, their bullpen is also very solid. Uh, unfortunately, they won't have Andres Munoz because of uh, his injury as well. Last year, he would have been a great addition to the to the bullpen. Uh, and the other one, the other missing piece in the bullpen is Roberto Usuno, who was their projected closer for the classic. But Alejandro Kirk and Joy Manessis, those are some of their biggest hitters as well as Randy Rosarena. So I'm really glad that they jumped up to six because in the last uh, betting odds that that were posted, they were tenth, and I did not at all think that, that they were uh, out of the top like six or so. So really like Mexico, Cuba want to point out as well at seven. Um, they, that's sounds about right for me because they have MLB players, but not a lot. Um, they have a couple really solid bats. The pitch, the starting pitching is a little bit lacking, but they have very solid bullpen arms. So there's some holes, but holistically, I think they'll do definitely well enough to hit their way uh, and give themselves an opportunity to get out of the pool in pool A. That's the most like even pool across the board. There aren't really any like standout teams that are much better than the rest. I would say all five have a very legit chance to get out of pool A. So I can see Cuba doing it. Um, yeah. So those are a couple teams I want to highlight. Korea, honestly, I think might be a little low. I would prefer or, 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 or yeah, too low. They're at eight. I would prefer them maybe around the six to maybe about six range. Uh, also a very, very solid team with a very solid domestic league. For those that don't know the KBO, it's probably the third best baseball league in the world. Let's go to the top five because that's where things get super, super interesting, uh, especially now with those uh, those pitchers for the DR that are no longer going to be playing. So 
you look at the top five, starting at five, Venezuela, four, Puerto Rico, three, Japan, two, USA, and one, Dominican Republic. And that, those top two have flipped from the first betting odds that were posted. The last time we saw it, the top five were Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Japan, same as it is now. Uh, but then it was DR2, USA1. Now we got USA2, Dominican Republic 1. And I think that makes sense. I have been saying it all along, and I will continue saying it until we see the final rosters. I think this is a truly 1A, 1B scenario with the Dominican Republic and the U.S. Both have unbelievable lineups, all-stars and MVPs across the entire field. Both have uh, incredible elite bullpens. The only difference that I see, even with these losses uh, from the pitching staff, is that D the Dominican Republic does have a higher-end pitching rotation with Sandy Alcantara, Fran Valdez, and Christian Javier. So, makes sense to me. Um, I would, at this point, I would probably still have Dominican Republic 1 and USA 2 with a razor-thin margin between the two. On the ninth, when we see the official rosters released, I may I might flip that depending on who is on or who's left off the rosters, but we'll see for now. But the top tier for me is Dominican Republic, USA, and Japan. I think they have that right. I uh, Puerto Rico at four and Venezuela at five. I actually you like before. Uh, how long ago was it? Probably, yeah, it, it was January 1st. I believe it was on uh, it was on New Year's that I put out my first power rankings. And I'll put out another power rankings after the official rosters are released. I had Venezuela ahead of Puerto Rico. And now I'm not too sure because with Ronald Acuna not playing and Wilson Contreras not playing, it is going to be... It, it is a very, very tough matchup. And they're both in Pool D. So I am so excited to see how that pool kind of shapes up um, because I could see them both having a very solid chance of making it out of the pool stage. I have one of them making it out with the Dominican Republic. Initially, I said Venezuela and DR. Now I might be leaning Puerto Rico and DR because their, uh, their lineup is still very, very good. They're pitching their their starting pitching is decent but their bullpen is one of the best bullpens in the entire tournament with uh with the Diaz brothers both uh, uh you have let me get their roster pulled up real quick one second if you look at the at the, at the bullpen Alexis Diaz Edwin Diaz Jorge Lopez Michael Gibbons Seth Lugo Joe Jimenez and Emilio Pagan those are all very very solid bullpen arms uh with the starting pitchers of Jose Barrios their ace, uh, Marcus Stroman, is also committed. So we'll see what the rest of their roster looks like. We'll see who actually is able to play for Venezuela. Hopefully they do get a full-strength full team. It just does not look like Acuna or Wilson Contreras are going to be playing, and those are two huge losses uh, in, in the lineup. So, yeah, that is the betting odds for the, uh, for, for the WBC. Uh, they're interesting. I want to put out my uh, a new uh, power rankings so that we can actually like look at what teams I think are better than other teams rather than just who has the better chance at making it out of the pool stage because in the classic any team can make it out honestly there is 
there, there's so much luck and like just streakiness involved in this kind of tournament um, with like a round robin first pool stage. And then after that, it's single elimination. So if you just get one team that's hot, they can easily, um, there can easily be upsets. So yeah, I thought they were interesting. I thought that y'all would like to hear what those were and kind of read over those. And last thing for today, I wanted to go over some Q&A um, from that tweet that I put out asking for y'all to give your input on questions that you had about the WBC or about baseball in general, whatever you want to ask about, honestly, uh, we can cover it on, on this, uh, on this podcast. So went ahead and took us out some of those. We can just go down the list and see how many of these we can answer, uh, and, and not, not take too long. And last thing I wanted to go over today is the, the Q and a, so posted that tweet asking for y'all to give your questions, any opinion, uh, any, any like questions that you wanted to, uh, to have on the podcast, WBC or just baseball related, international baseball, whatever you want to ask about, honestly, it'll be fine. Uh, we'll go over uh, as many of these as we can in the allotted time that we have. So question one from uh, my boy, Noah Berger on Twitter. Um, will you be there? And if no, why not? So I really, really want to go to the WBC. Um, I'd love to make it um, for honestly any game. I'd prefer to go for the later rounds. As of right now, if you were to ask me, I don't think I will be there. But that's just right now. I'm still trying to figure out if there's a way for me to get off of, um, have enough time off of work and and find some money to <laughs> to fly down to to Miami. I'd love to be in Miami for maybe the later rounds or even the pool stage. That would be great as well. If I was in Phoenix, that'd be fun. That'd be that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, definitely trying to get down there. We'll see if if it's able to if I'm able to work that out. This is a question from Ethan Pachersky, one of my good friends on Twitter as well. Teams, which nation's domestic baseball scene has the most to gain? I think my mind goes first to a couple different teams. Uh, and those are the European teams, uh, for example, like Czech Republic and Great Britain and Italy. A lot of these countries do already have a very established baseball foundation. Uh, a lot of the Latin American countries and, of course, the East Asian countries, they have very uh, solid, very uh, established baseball leagues and, and baseball culture. Whereas places like Great Britain and Italy, not so much. Um, they're still very new to baseball relatively, uh, relative to a lot of these different countries. So I would say if Great Britain were able to make a run or Israel, or Italy, uh, or Czech Republic, those are all countries that are really trying to ignite their, uh, their baseball presence right now. And I think with the London series, the MLB also, MLB also wants to focus on Europe and try to expand into Europe. So think if any of those countries were to make a, like a Cinderella run, kind of like Israel did in the last WBC, they could be good for MLB and baseball in general um, in those in those countries. So let's see. Here's another question from at brain underscore SFC on Twitter. Your thoughts on the Japanese starting pitchers? They absolutely rock in MPB, but how would that power translate when facing MLB all-star hitters? Oh, that is a fantastic question. And I think the easiest way to answer that 
<laughs> is to uh, a quote from Shohei Otani comes to mind when I read that question. Uh, when asked who he thinks, Shohei, when, who he thinks is the best player on Team Japan, he said that he thinks, he does not think that he himself is the best player on the Japanese team, which took everybody by surprise. I don't necessarily agree. Um, and I don't think a lot of people probably do. But the fact that Otani said that there are players on the team that are better than him, I think speaks volumes about what we are going to see and what we should expect from Samurai Japan in the World Baseball Classic. So if you look at the projected rotation for Samurai Japan, Top pitchers, Shohei Otani, you Darvish, both in, in the uh, both in MLB, both very well-known names in the US. And then you got two guys that MLB fans probably do not know as well, but are two of the best players uh, of in recent years in the MPB. Yoshinobu Yamamoto and Roki Sasaki. Yamamoto has been the best pitcher in the MPB for years now, and Roki Sasaki is like the new um like hot stuff like everybody loves Roki Sasaki throws over 100 miles per hour had almost two straight perfect games which we which we can talk about uh, when we talk about Samurai Japan this last year he almost threw through two straight perfect games like in a row it was ridiculous um, but uh, a lot of people think that that is the guy that Otani's talking about when he's saying that he doesn't think he's the best player he thinks that another player is they think that he's talking about Roki Sasaki so um, I would not at all be surprised if we see Yamamoto and Sasaki absolutely dominate a lot of these different lineups in the classic. Even the U.S., I think they have a really strong chance to to do well against because it's it's a foreign style of play. Like these these pitchers are have not seen these hitters, but even more importantly, the the hitters haven't seen these pitchers, um, and there's not much of an of an opportunity for like the U.S. lineup or the DR lineup to actually study uh, the pitching style or the um, or the repertoire of these Japanese pitchers because they have the MLBs, like they have their own MLB season to focus on. So I would be, I'd be surprised if a lot of these, uh, these Japanese pitchers do not really like do really, really well in this tournament. What, which team are you most excited to see in the WBC from Tyler Smith? Also my good friend from college. Uh, shout out Tyler Smith. So team I'm most excited to see, I think. So as most of you all probably know, I am American. I root for Team USA. So I think that's probably my most excited team, like the most team I'm most excited to see because I'm so, I'm so ready to see Shelly up. Uh, to see Mike Trout, I apologize. See Mike Trout in the U.S. jersey. To see Mookie Betts out there, Kyle Tucker, and um, to see Goldschmidt and Arenado on the corners again. Trey Turner, um, Jeff McNeil, and Tim Anderson. Real Muto behind the plate. Oh, it's just going to be so much fun to see them wearing the red, white, and blue. I think other teams that I'm excited to see, I think that Mexico is super underrated. I'm I'm really excited to see the team that they put together because I think this is going to be the best Mexican national team that we've ever seen. I'm really excited to see the Cuban team because they now are able to have MLB players. Um, The Korean team, I'm also very excited to see. Uh, Lee Jung-Hoo, a lot of MLB fans do not know that name. They absolutely will after this WBC. He's going to be coming over to MLB in 2024, and I'm confident he'll be an all-star. 
Um, look up his highlights uh, on, on, on YouTube. He's ridiculous. He just won the MVP and the KBO last year. Um, then a couple of the, I guess, lower tier teams. I'm honestly really excited to see Great Britain. I love Harry Ford. Seeing him in uh, in the qualifiers, he just absolutely mashed against the competition in uh, in Germany. And I think he'll probably do the same. He's one of the top prospects in baseball. He's either one or two in the, in the Mariners organization overall prospects right now. So super excited to see him and that team. And then maybe not the most excited team, but I'm just really, really intrigued to see what China's team is going to look like because we know nothing about that roster. The only player that has been announced, and he announced it himself, not even officially from the Chinese team, is Ju Quan, one of the pitchers in the KBO. He uh, He's the only person, the only player that said they are on Team Japan. So really intrigued to see what that team is going to look like. Also, I'll put a picture on my... Uh, on the YouTube as well. They had the best glow up in logo, like hats design of any team in the WBC. So I really want to see them at least win like one or two games because the the design with the the dragon turned into the sea for China is just so sick. Um, I think it's probably my favorite logo of any of the, the hats in the WBC. So uh, let's see any other questions that we can cover. Will Acuna be on the taxi squad or is he out of the WBC as a whole? Um, I don't expect him to be on the taxi. Well, he's not going to be on the tax, taxi squad. I believe the taxi squad is actually only four pitchers, but I don't think he'll be on the on the uh, uh, the Venezuelan roster either. They made it pretty clear that he will not be playing on the team. Uh, let's see. What are the chances Italy gets some more bats? Well, in the last few days... They just got South Relic. That's a big bat, honestly, with pretty high-end prospect. I still think that there's a chance to get Anthony Rizzo. Um, that'd be awesome if they got like someone like Joey Gallo, but I do expect maybe there to be a good chance that uh, Anthony Rizzo plays. Brandon Nimmo is also just a massive bat. Unfortunately, Trey Mancini won't be playing. He was, he was pretty big, too. Um, Vinny Pasquantino, incredible bat um, in the lineup. Um, absolutely mashes. So that'll be fun to see. Is there any hope regarding Jazz Chisholm playing for Great Britain? Reckon the Marlins might budge. Um, there's a chance they haven't officially said that he won't be playing for Great Britain, but it's not It's not looking likely because he's changing position. He's going from uh, middle infield to center field. I think they're going to want him in, the, uh, in spring training the full time for him to get used to that position. But yeah, I don't, I don't really expect him to see him. Your biggest sleeper in this tournament that could win it and why biggest sleeper in the 2023 WBC looking at the list right now. That is tough. I'm going to say honestly, and I've talked about them multiple times. I think the biggest sleeper right now for this WBC is Mexico. I think they have a very legitimate shot at making it far in the tournament. Their pitching is incredible. They're hitting throughout the lineup. They got guys that can that can get on base. Uh, Alejandro Kirk got some power. Um, Joey Manessis just absolutely broke out this last year. I really, really like that team. And I think that they should come out of Pool B with the USA. Um, Colombia definitely can and, and Canada could as well. But I expect it to be Mexico at this point. We'll see what the final roster looks like. But I think that they have a shot to go pretty far in the tournament. And people don't don't expect that because they haven't. Uh, 
I guess, accomplished a ton in previous WBCs. So um, definitely don't sleep on, on them. Last question. Do you think Aaron Judge will be on uh, Team USA uh, from Jason on Twitter? Uh, I don't think so. There's no way to know right now until February 9th because there has been no information whatsoever one way or another. The latest information we had on Judge and the WBC was back in like like a September when Bryce Harper was still trying to recruit him when Bryce Harper was still on the team. So a lot of people specul- speculated that he would sign his uh, his contract and then after that was done that he would commit to Team USA. That hasn't happened. I also haven't seen any interviews with him talking about it or anyone talking to him or asking him about, about playing for Team USA. So I don't expect it. Uh, it'd be a, a huge surprise and a, a very pleasant surprise if he did choose to play for, for Team USA. But yeah, thank you so much for the questions. Um, I'm going to try to get to more of these. Uh, maybe I can try to go more rapid fire next time. I didn't go too fast this time. I kind of uh, dragged them out. But um, thank you so much for the questions. We'll do this again probably every episode. Um, so yeah, definitely look out for the tweet where I'm going to ask for some Q&A questions. But that is going to do it for episode two of WBC Central. If you have any questions or need anything, uh, feel free to reach out to me on YouTube or Twitter or TikTok. On uh, Twitter, I am at Sean underscore Spradling, S-H-A-W-N underscore S-P-R-A-D-L-I-N-G. On TikTok, I'm just at Sean Spradling. Uh, and then all of these links will be in like a link tree in my bio of my socials. So feel free to check out the YouTube channel or, or my TikToks uh, as well as the Twitter. So yeah, I think that was a successful episode too. Let me know if you have any questions or uh, what you want to talk about next time. Uh, next week, I will be doing uh, an episode that will release on Tuesday morning and Friday morning. I think that's what we're going to do from now on, two episodes a week. So you can you can be expecting Tuesday morning and Friday morning for your uh, commute to work uh, to have WB Central, WBC Central content. <laughs> so, um, well, next Thursday is when the the rosters are finalized and announced. So hopefully we'll have some information on those. But other than that, y'all have a great night or morning whenever you're, you're listening to this.